everyone. Welcome to the Globe Girl Podcast. I'm Kyra Mitchell-Lewis, and thank you for joining. How's everyone doing out there? Hope you guys are all well. I hope you're enjoying some warmer weather wherever you may be in the world. So this month, if you are a follower of Glow Up Girl on our social media channels, you may have noticed that we are talking a lot about women and confidence. If you're not following us, you should be following us. So, so head on over now to Instagram, Facebook, look us up, follow us. But, you know, all jokes aside, we are talking a lot about confidence and just really providing resources and tools of how we as women can continue to speak positively into ourselves and to continue to help us grow and elevate in that area of confidence and self-love. So one of the areas um, that I think a lot of women tend to struggle with is really speaking and speaking with confidence. You know, women tend to, uh, a lot of times, we know the information, we have the facts, we've studied it, we know what we should be saying, but a lot of times, you know, in some situations or settings, we can tend to sort of diminish ourselves or our value as it relates to speaking to certain topics. So today I'm going to bring to you Leanne Turner, who is a voiceover and speaking coach. And she's also the host of the Leanne's Voice podcast. Leanne is going to share some of her advice and some helpful tips on how we as women can speak confidently in our day-to-day situations. So stay tuned, everyone. I'll be right back. Welcome back to the Globe Girl Podcast. I am Kyra. And today I am joined by Leanne Turner. She is a voiceover and speaking coach and also host of the Leanne's Voice podcast. So welcome to the Glow Up Girl podcast, Leanne. Thank you so much, Kyra. I'm really excited to be here today to speak to you. Awesome. Well, let's go ahead and dive in. Um, Why Mm -hmm. don't you tell the audience about you and your journey and what you do? I do voiceover and speaking coaching. They're two separate things, but they're related at the same time. So I do voices for adverts, audio books, explainer videos, other type of um, promos as well. Um, so mainly for people like Google, Nike, those type of, I don't know if you want to call them urban kind of uh, companies as well. So I do that. That's mainly the voiceover stuff that I do. But then at the same time, the other part of my business is I do speaking coaching. And why I've got that part is because the training that I've got from being a voiceover, which I get constantly, is skills that can be used for people who want to improve just how they talk generally. Um, But you never know until someone kind of shares their skills and knowledge with you. And life is about sharing, isn't it? So the skills I've learned as a voiceover, I've brought those skills and training into helping people, particularly women in business, to speak with more confidence so that what they're saying can be clearly understood. So the speaking coaching stuff, I train women in business to speak with more confidence through things like courses, webinars, audio books, e-books, things like that. So all digital products I make. So it's kind of like two separate businesses, but in one, because they're both the same tool that I'm using. Okay, 
Awesome. Well, you know, I think <laughs> what you said um, about sharing knowledge is definitely so, mm-hmm. um, so needed. And especially with women and um, speaking mm-hmm. on the ability to speak with confidence. Um, that's definitely yeah. the topic of our discussion today. And um, guys, I'm really mm-hmm. glad that I was connected to Leanne because it's so important. And she literally, like, if you go even go, and she'll tell you how to get there later, but going to just her Instagram page and just the tips mm-hmm. that she is dropping to help women at really anyone who comes to her page um, mm-hmm. who may struggle with um, confidence when speaking. So, mm-hmm. Leanne, let's let's sort of dive into you know why do you think women struggle uh, with speaking and communicating confidently? Mm. There's there's so many factors in it for a lot of the women who I've worked with who say they don't feel confident to speak because of sometimes it could be as simple as when you're brought up as a child you might have always been told uh, don't talk when the grown-ups are talking be quiet when we're talking or you were always kind of shouted down you might have always been encouraged to have that voice to talk out or you could have been the middle child or the last child where your voice was not always heard or always appreciated your suggestions so it could be things from like your nurturing days it could be other stuff where someone one person might have said ages ago her voice is terrible she don't sound good or you know someone wasn't listening to you and you can take that even subliminally in your mind and you can grow up with this and you never really know why it is that you feel fearful to talk or why you feel embarrassed on the phone or you don't have confidence on a live video things like that so it could be something like that and also just in general it's the mindset as well because Men will go into places, particularly like jobs, and they're going in for that job and they're not coming out till they get it. They'll do whatever it takes. But women can be like, oh, I'm not the right size. Am I the right age? I've got my free kids. You know, all the different things that women have a different worry, woe horse, than what men do and stuff. So men will be going into interviews, which I've worked with people going into interviews, and they're like, I'm going for this job and I want this money. Where a lady will be like, I know I've just had a kid. I'm going to take a year out because we're going to have a plan in our family. I'm going to take another year out. So all these different things can kind of uh, affect the mindset. And even if you're having your cycle and stuff, that can just throw your mind off as well. A lot of things I found that stop people's confidence is could have been someone had said something to you and you've still got that. Or as well, if um, you may not have had that much exposure to talk and when you did talk, it wasn't really appreciated. So a lot of it is mindset and the imposter syndrome plays a lot on women as well particularly when you're stepping out into new ventures because if you're normally doing admin and then you're going to have a podcast and you've got to start doing you know instagram live to talk about you know cake business it's scary because you're doing something new and it's always like stepping out into fear and then i find that a lot of it is just to try and move people women into an arena of faith in themselves in a in god or a higher power because that's how they're going to really kind of get through because a lot of it is a lack of self-belief let alone like what the voice is actually doing what it's saying and things like that that's a secondary matter yes i think everything you said was mm-hmm. was so spot on and i think that one of the things personally even for me like i never thought about was like thinking about your upbringing and how yeah. you know if you were a middle child um, mm-hmm. I, was, I was a middle child for, for like, you know, a, a large part of my life, so it seemed, mm-hmm. before um, 
before we added other siblings to the party. Mm -hmm. But you're right. I mean, I think that when people, things just sort of stick to people when someone Mm -hmm. may say something like, oh, you can't, you know, you don't sound blah, 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 or why do you sound like that or da, da, da. And I think it's interesting because you're right. It is definitely the mindset because Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I'm, I'm in um, Atlanta, Georgia, so I'm in Mm -hmm. the South. I grew up in the state of Georgia, but like South Georgia. And I talk to a lot of people today and they're like, oh, well, you don't have a Southern accent. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, because I worked (laughs) to get rid of, you know, that accent (laughs) because, well, when I went to college, um, my speech community, um, like my speech teacher, one of my first courses I took was um, like a speech class. And mm-hmm. I remember like saying something in that class that highlighted the Southern accent mm-hmm. and she made yeah. fun of me. Wow. <laughs> and in that moment, I was just like, oh my God, so A, I'm so embarrassed and B, what teacher does this? But yeah. I knew that there was a reason. I mean, she held me behind class that day and, you know, we had a talk and, you know, she just said, you know, women, we're often judged like immediately based on a number of things, you know, like Mm -hmm. our looks, our bodies. And, you know, Mm -hmm. she said, and then you add in, you know, what we have is our voice and how we communicate to people. And I was like, you know what? Yes, you're, you are so correct. And then I just started the process of just trying to make sure that I was mindful of how I was speaking, how I was using my words. Definitely. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> That's not, so. It's it's definitely like what you're saying. I can totally relate. Like with women, you're judged a lot on on looks, on how you talk. Do you sound aggressive? Even some cultures are judged on their skin tone and things like that. And how do you mm-hmm. sound? So there is a lot that you're judged by. And that's before you've even opened your mouth as well. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so when you, some, so would you say like, what are some of the common issues that you see that women may have with speaking publicly? Like maybe some of the women you coach or just in general that you've seen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So there are some out there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there are a lot. So oh, definitely, ahead, yeah, definitely. I think. Uh, fear is a big is a big thing because a lot of women in this last year over the lockdown have stepped into new avenues and industries that they wouldn't usually do but because their job may have gone on furlough or they don't have a job they've had to like right I'm gonna have to do something and the biggest resource is the internet so a lot of women are um, some of the problems have been fear some of it is just not actually knowing the full range of your voice like I know that not everybody's a Beyonce who can sing very loud or like Mariah Carey, but even your speaking voice has a full range of like low, medium and high tones that you can work with and stuff. And some of the problems are um, not really looking after your health because your voice is is taken out of these little too thin vocal cords in your throat and just not having good health. Now, I'm not going to be out there telling anyone what to eat because I love fried chicken. I love all Jamaican food, but it's not always the healthiest one because of the products and the sugar and the oil, because when these products sit on your vocal 
records, they can often, um, particularly dairy stuff, they can give like a thick mucus on them and change the sound of your voice and you're constantly coughing. I don't know if you've ever had a cold and you're constantly coughing to try and clear your throat. You're trying to move the mucus off of your vocal cords, which is changing the sound of your voice. So things like just general care. So some of the things like some people didn't know that dairy changes the sound of your voice because it puts a mucus on. And these are things like, I love yogurt. I love, you know, milkshakes and stuff but little things like that you think are healthy if you have to work with your voice as your money maker there's certain foods you can't eat when you need to record like dairy like spicy food definitely not fizzy drinks and stuff like that and um, you got to be very careful what you're eating what you're drinking things like that so fear your health care um, other things as well is that some people may be very confident in talking in small groups but when they have to go on instagram live or go to a bigger zoom meeting or some people are doing face-to-face -face things it's always like the fear of like can i do this do people like what i say am i getting across clearly and some of it are just worries and woes of her own self and others are not even thinking about like how does she sound how does she look all of these things they just want to know listen i need to know how i can do my face in 12 minutes because that's all i've got and that's all they're focusing on not all the worries and woes that the speaker has put on their own mind so a lot of things like that some people are very concerned about accents which i'm glad that you raised as well so um some people speak English as a second or third language, particularly here in like in London. And so their main, their main, when they speak English, it, it often bounces through different monotones, rhythms and paces because they've learned English from mm -hmm. someone who's originally Spanish or someone who's originally Eastern European. So they've learned it with a different, not the correct tone and how to manage the language correctly. So I have a lot of people as well who are very conscious of their accent. How does it sound? And and here, to be honest, here in, in, in London, it's very classist. Like you need to sound a certain way if you're going to work in certain industries. Um, so they work from working with people who've, who want to it's called either accent reduction or accent softening, which is what I prefer to do. So you keep your main accent, but you just soften the way how you may twang some words or express yourself or change the pace how you express yourself. So a lot of it is people are very concerned about their accent, um, particularly when it comes across on videos, on audio and things like that. So those are some of the main ones. There are a whole load more. A lot of it is mindset, general health, things that... <laughs> Because, you know, women are always doing so much, just doing too much and always not always looking after our own health first, always looking after everybody else's, maybe the husband, the kids and the other family and older parents and stuff. So own health and then as well, accent softening has been some key ones I've been working with. Those are the main ones that are standing out to me right now. Okay. Okay. I like that. Um, and I like the advice. Um, there's some great advice that you just gave as well, because I think people probably don't think about, like you said, a lot of times when you're eating, like eating certain, certain mm -hmm. foods um, can cause your, like, put a strain on your vocal cords mm -hmm. or change the way that you speak. And, you know, but like you said, when you think about it in the way of being sick or something, uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> I have a coworker who actually got really sick, had the flu um, at the end of last year and mm -hmm. sounded like a completely different person. Like, wow. got on the call and I was like, yeah. who is this? Like, no, this is not <laughs> you, let's hang up. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so definitely, uh, definitely something to think about. So talk about um, storytelling. Um, how can you use storytelling as a way to be uh, more engaging? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Storytelling is key because everyone must remember when they were a little kid, when they'd go to bed, they'd have a story. Hopefully you had a story when you went to your bed and stuff and it helps you to just go off into dreamland. So what the benefit of storytelling is, it helps you to rather than, I find it's better, rather than kill people with facts, share the story. Don't just tell them your story, share it. So all of the good parts, the bad parts, the emotion, the tears, the joys, because I've always found the best speakers, they share their point or issue or statistics through a story. And um, it helps to bring your listeners in with you. So rather than just sitting there on mute, just listening, they can now activate their own imagination. So it's like a two-way process. So people who are great at it, like I love, Oprah Winfrey does it, Michelle Obama, if you've ever seen her go around on her tours talking about her book Becoming, she brings you back to that time in Chicago with her and her brother and her mom and their grandpa and stuff. And you're there with her when she said that they were driving her and Obama were driving in their car and his car had a hole in the floor and she could see the road and you, they, they bring you into their life for a story because she could just say I went on a date with Obama and the car was a bit beat up but that doesn't give you the full image she brings you right there for the details so the best speakers bring you in with a story those who are engaging you've seen them all the time Denzel Washington, Michelle Obama, Matthew McCoy, hey, um, they bring you in with a story and they give you the information. And because it's a story, you don't feel like you've just been given all the information like because no one can really take it like that. But if it comes to you in a story, what you, what the, the power of um, a story is that it moves from just going into someone's head and you can shift it into the heart because everyone knows that they've been on that bad date with a guy who didn't open the door or who made you pay or he had a terrible car of a hole in the floor. Everyone can relate. So it brings you into the brings you into the room with them. It brings you into that car with Michelle and Obama on the date, or it brings you into that time on the walk on the beach, etc. Because you're trying to get your listeners to walk with you, to be with you. If you are talking about, I don't know, someone who I work with sells makeup, you want to bring your listeners in to say like, when I get this lipstick, it smells like this. When I put it on, I feel like this. So you've got to really bring people in with you rather than to avoid that kind of university mode of lecturer, student, because that's when you're just getting info, info, info. And to be honest, I was at university for three years. If I can remember all the lectures, I cannot. I used to do like memory stuff. But with storytelling, it moves it just from your head into your heart. Definitely. So that's the benefit of storytelling. Whenever you have an opportunity to share your story or share information, put it into a way I'd say in a story because everybody's heart can connect to a story and it taps you back into that childlike motion when you was, when you was little, when you just get read, a, a, read a story at bedtime. Yeah. I, I yeah, that's it. That's great advice. Um, I actually really like that because I think people sometimes forget like even in corporate spaces that you can tell mm-hmm. stories when you're presenting as well, you know, that it's not just about, you know, getting up there, like you said, and just giving facts. I mean, it's mm-hmm. tying, it's connecting real life to your story and mm-hmm. finding a connection point to the people you're communicating with. So mm-hmm. that is so very key. And especially now, like while we're all working from home and like you said, people yeah. can easily are just on mute and not on camera and doing <laughs> something <laughs> doing something else yeah. while you're talking, while you're presenting. So I definitely agree there. Um, 
what role would you say body language plays? And it definitely, if you can speak to, you know, even in this virtual um, sense, mm. because I think a lot of people really forget about their body language mm. now that we're all sitting behind um, cameras and computers. Yeah, definitely. Body language is, is so key. Of course, in the in the, you know, face-to-face is huge, you know, so that, you know, when you're talking to someone, if you're standing up, your feet should be pointing towards them, your hand gestures kind of bringing them in. Always remember this is one key point. If you're talking to someone, their feet are turned away from you. That means they're not interested in you and they're about to make their move, but they're just waiting for you to shut up so they can go off. That's always a big indicator. Always look at someone's feet. The feet, the feet tell you where they're going. But in regards to body language... <laughs> In regards to body language in the new normal all online and stuff, it is still important to kind of be engaging and talk. Uh, But you think that you don't have to do so much because you're sitting down, but you still need to, if you can, talk with your hands, be um, animated and stuff, smile if it's appropriate to what you're saying, Um, bring in people because body language, because people can only see on this little small screen that's like, I only know because it's so funny. I've only dealt with some people on screen. And then when I've met them face to face, they're like, oh, I didn't know you were so tall. Oh, you know, the different things when they see the whole body together and stuff. And so definitely it is key to always just make sure that you're talking with your hands. Um, eyes and the camera is positioned in a nice way and shoulders as well that kind of just as much as you can act it out to um, bring in your audience or your listeners in just doing the body language because it's so easy to go to sleep in face to face or on zoom like what you said turn off the camera go on mute go and start the dinner or something but if you can give an engaging you know, presentation. I always think of it like, always think that you're talking to your bestie, to your friend or a family member, and you would normally talk like that. You wouldn't normally sit like that. It's a bit boring, isn't it? Like, you wouldn't normally sit like that when you're talking to your friends or family. Like, <laughs> you wouldn't. You'd just be like talking right. with a hand. So, if if you as a speaker is, are relaxed, then so your listeners will be too. Because people like to imitate. So, if you're kind of talking like that, you'll start to see a trend will happen in throughout the video call um, and in when you do face-to-face talks hopefully that'll be soon wherever you are in the world for those who are listening yes yes great tips now the animated part i'm definitely animated and i always mm-hmm. talk with my hands and i used to try to like not do it because i was like stop talking with your mm-hmm. hands you're like just but that i'm like nah that's just sort of that's how i like show my excitement you know through yeah like gestures Animated, yep. so that's me. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. Definitely. Well, let's talk about Leanne's Voice podcast. Um, mm-hmm. You know, tell us how you, like, tell us why you started it. Um, mm-hmm. And tell us how you use it as a way to provide tips and tools to your audience on communicating mm-hmm. confidently. Yeah, so why I started it, it's, you know what, many people have the potential to do a podcast but they will be like me on the like nah nah no not me i'm too busy no no i don't have a budget no no i don't know how to do all of these no's right um but i'd encourage anyone please start a podcast go and get an app whichever one you can think of zencaster anchor oh there's so many lips in so many go and get uh, just go and get yourself started. That's what I say. So why I started it originally, because when I started my business in 2016, it was just to do voiceover stuff. But because throughout the years, 
17, 2018, a lot of things were going online. A lot of, um, you know, people were learning online and people were like, I want to be able to speak better online on video. That's why I brought in the speaking coach stuff. But originally my podcast was just to showcase how great and fantastic my voice was. That was all I wanted to do. Just read quotes and bedtime stories for people mm-hmm. and just speak to them about voiceover and just let them hear me, a way to expose my voice and to give little bits of value about, you know, tips on voice mm-hmm. care. And then, so it shifted a little bit. I still right. do the voiceover stuff, um, but it shifted a little bit more so I can give out more mm-hmm. tips and advice on how to speak confidently um, at work, in an interview, in challenging situations. So, and what is great about it is that I, some of the podcasts are just me on my own. Some of it I brought in a guest who's got a particular niche that I like, I want to hear more about, and I think my listeners will love. So um, I just love to provide value because you, th- you may think that, Oh, I speak well. I've been speaking this, but even though you may be speaking for a long time, it doesn't mean that you're the best speaker. There's always room to improve. And my podcast and myself are there to help you improve because knowing how to speak well is not something that you learn at school. It's not something that you may necessarily be taught at home. It's something that you need to be highlighted in to say, okay, you speak like this and this is how you can improve. And why it will help you to improve is you can master the art of speaking well in any avenue, whether it's to your kids, to your husband, at church, at work, on Instagram, in interviews, you will see that doors will be able to open because sometimes it's just the way we speak to each other. And that's why I really want to get through on the podcast is just learning how to speak confidently, effectively, whichever area or arena we find ourselves in. And and it's so needed um, because I think I love what you said about people who may have been speaking for a really long time and think that Mm -hmm. people who there are some people who have been, you know, in roles or, you know, had opportunities for speaking that they feel like because they have been doing that, that that makes them the expert and that they can't uh, get better or grow. But we all can, just like you said. I mean, it's definitely like even for me, every time I do this podcast, I'm always like, there you go, girls. You said, you said, you know, again, you said, you know, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. it's, you know, just like paying attention and trying to figure out like how to, mm-hmm. how to get better. Right. Yeah. So, um, Leanne, what would be three tips if you could give um, my audience three tips out there today of, mm-hmm. um, you know, just some helpful um, tips on how speaking more confidently what would you what would you tell them I think free tips would be um, the key one for me which are it's this imposter syndrome because some people may think uh, they don't sound that great but work on the imposter syndrome right which is that negative voice that says you can't do that you don't sound good nobody wants to listen to you so on one of my podcasts, there was a lady I interviewed called Marissa Bailey Clements, and she says, you've got to start naming and shaming your imposter syndrome voice. Okay, so when that negative voice pipes up, you've got to say, okay, my one's called Sasha. So I'm like, Sasha, what evidence do you have that I can't do this podcast, that I can't run this business, that I can't lose weight, I can't, you know, all the different can'ts. And then, of course, Sasha hasn't got any evidence. It's almost like you're in a court of law with your negative voice as the prosecutor or the imposter voice. And, of course, you know, Sasha has no evidence to offer. So she says, no case, you know, no evidence to offer. Then she pipes down and then you've won. You've defended yourself. So every time that negative voice pops up, you've got to just say, Sasha, 
call it call out whatever you want what evidence do you have you know so that'd be the first one always always yes. be ready to shout down the negative voice that's the first one and that works in not just trying to improve your voice that's just in life in general that's the first one Secondly, yes. definitely look after, definitely look after your health, because if your health is not great, it does have an effect on everything. You know, as you said before, like one of your co-workers was sick and they sounded different, you know, and that's just generally health is well that's not my that's not my saying but it truly is true particularly now we have to speak a lot more on zoom on cameras and thing look after your health because if if you're ill in any areas the first parts to go is you get ear infections nose infections your voice is often very clear to say i feel sick i've got a cold so look after your health that is key and then thirdly i think um if you feel like you can't talk, please talk, but always get feedback. So always get someone to listen to you who's much better at speaking to you, speaking than you are to give you feedback. Because how you sound to yourself is different from how others hear you. Because you got to remember, you hear your own voice twice. You hear it in the small inner ear, the small bones inside, and then you hear what you get out of the mouth as well. So you hear it twice. Whereas people who listen to you only hear the voice that's produced out of your mouth. So sometimes you may not like the sound of your voice on the small inner ear, or you may not the one that's coming out. But how you sound to others is different to how you sound yourself. And just be your own cheerleader, not your own kind of shout down person. Be your own cheerleader and just remind yourself that you can do it. It all goes back to mindset again. Mm -hmm. Very good. I love those tips. I love those. Those are great, um, especially defending, you know, against your mm -hmm. imposter. <laughs> yeah. Where's the evidence, Sasha? Where's the evidence? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, can you tell the audience about the services you offer and how um, they could work with you? Yeah, definitely. I'm so excited. So how people can work with me. Uh, so I have two services that I provide. I can obviously do voiceover for people if they want me to do an introduction for their podcast or if they want me to do their voicemail um, advert or an advert on their show, I'm happy to do that. But in regards to the speaking coaching, which I have so many people coming to me, how I help there is that I help women in business to speak more confidently. And I do that through uh, courses. I always have a course out. So at the moment, one of the new courses I've got coming out in April is how to sound confident in interviews. So that is um, a course. And then you can also get an ebook, an audio book as well. So they're all kind of created and produced by myself. So, and then as well, I run um, webinars and one-to-one -one sessions and group masterclasses were all about how to improve the way you speak. And um, if you want to try before you buy, um, you can catch me like on places like Instagram where I do a live class every Thursday. You can hear my podcast every Tuesday. If you want to hear more about me, if, if we're in sync together, if our personalities will match and gel. So that's how I definitely help. So I'm really excited for my new course coming in, in April about how to to use, uh, you know, to use your voice and sound really smooth in interviews and stuff because you're constantly getting interviewed, you know, whether you're calling up the bank for a loan, um, if you need to speak to your husband and you want more money to go and buy some new furniture, you're constantly getting interviewed. But it's how do you respond and how do you express yourself clearly in those conversations? You're always constantly on interview mode. Um, it's just if you're aware of it and stuff. So I'm going to be launching that course out in April. So I'm really excited to have um, new new friends come on there as well. I can say like clients and stuff, but I just, I call everyone my friend. <laughs> awesome. Well, how can the audience find you online? 
and find the podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So the podcast is out on all major platforms. And if you just search Leanne's voice, and I spell Leanne L-E-I-G-H-A-N-N-E. So it's Leanne's voice. You can find me. And I'm the only Leanne's voice on there. Um, so you'll find me on there. And you can listen in every Tuesday for a new tip. Um, and then I hang out a lot on um, Instagram because I do. I've tried to post daily. And then I go live on a Thursday if you want to see me in real time, real action. And I am Leanne's voice underscore on instagram um, i'm on twitter lee the voice um, my own website as well www.leansvoice.com um, and i'm on i'm on most platforms my favorite at the moment though is tiktok i love a bit of tiktok i love doing the videos the dances the points everything i love it i'm on tiktok as well leanne's voice i'm on linkedin as well a bit bit calmer there try to be a bit more professional but i'm on all of the major um, social media platforms you can find me anywhere Awesome. Awesome. Well, guys, be sure to go and check her out. Find her on Instagram so you can get some of those daily tips and you can see her on Thursdays as well. All right. So now we're going to move into five things with Leanne, one of my favorite parts of the show. So I ask you five questions of just about random things and it helps us to get to know you a little bit better and discover more of the inner workings of the mind of Leanne. So Mm -hmm. One, basic, how do you start the day? How I start the day, yeah. So for me, um, so I'm Christian, so I start the day with like a power time or a luxurious date with God, definitely. So I'll start the day with like reading over a certain section of the Bible to really help my mind um, and pray and just sometimes just sitting with music around me and stuff like that. It really helps me to focus and remember that, I'm here for a bigger purpose, not just here, do business, you know, have children, you know, all of that stuff. But to see there's a bigger purpose that God is using me for, like to obviously share his dream and then also to bring in, to show more women that you can do business and be a great Christian woman as well. You don't have to look dry and boring and like Mother Hubbard and things like that. You can do it all and be effective and get yourself to heaven as well. So that's how I start the day. I start the day of God for real. If I didn't have God, honestly, I would be, whoo, you don't want to meet me without him. Definitely not. <laughs> I'm right there with you, sister. <laughs> um, what, what are you currently reading or are, what are you planning to read? At the moment, I'm reading Jim Quick's book, Limitless, all about, you know, having a transformational mind, how to use your brain, you know, to improve your memory and stuff to really make it stronger. And to, you know, because sometimes you your brain can be trained to be totally distracted. And he talks about how to retrain your brain to have focus sessions and stuff. So I'm reading Limitless. Um, I'm, so what I do, right, in lunch times, I read like a book. And then in the mornings, I read another book to help me like, I think that one's called Increase Your Faith by Adam mm-hmm. Rock, that one. So I read that one. Um, and then sometimes I've got my friend got me like, you know, Michelle Obama's Becoming book in hardback. So I just sit and read that a couple of times a week as well. So free-ish books. They really, they're all different. It just shows you how different I am. So I like to read different books, one to kind of help me work, one to help my mind, one to help my faith, all kind of like that. Yeah. 
I love that because I <laughs> someone I was talking to somebody the other week and they were asking about books that I was I was like oh I'm always reading different books like mm-hmm. I keep books around the house that I'm reading they're in different places and I read them at different times just yeah. you know and on different days whenever I feel like oh I'm gonna pick this one up today I pick it up and yeah. I read a little bit put it down mm-hmm. and um, yeah. so yeah <laughs> I love that um, okay <laughs> what's your favorite affirmation um, to speak to yourself. I would say um, anything is possible if you believe, Mark 9, 23. Um, That one really helps me because anything is possible. The stuff that you see out here right now, that all started in your mind or someone else's mind. So that's why I really love that one because first we just got, I just need to believe that I can do this. I am this, et cetera. And then I can kind of bring it out into the real time but that's why i love that one because it's just so powerful and so true so anything is possible if you just believe yes well um i like that (laughs) what's one um self-care ritual that you do for yourself I kind of implemented this more so stringently over the lockdown. Like on Sundays from like six o'clock, it's called self-care Sunday. So whoever needs me, I'm sorry, I'm not available. I've got an appointment with me. Okay. So I have a list of stuff that I like to kind of work on each week. So one week I might do like, uh, make sure my nails are all done. Well, they're not done. This wasn't that week. Make sure my nails and toes are done. Uh, one week might be foot spa with mm-hmm. Epsom salts and putting petals in the in the thing to do that um another week might be making sure that all my wigs look straight and they're all combed out looking all great and stuff so when i want to wear them in the week i'm ready it could be just sitting there with my music on you know if the candles go in so i always make sure i have self-care sundays every sunday at six o'clock and just like every day doing something for myself something small could be making sure my eyebrows are straight lighting a candle, just do small things mm-hmm. each day, not just wait till Sunday, because suppose something happens to me before Sunday comes or there's an event to go to, but just right. little things each day, <laughs> little things each day. Where are my favorite perfume? Because I'm here and I'm me, not wait until I wear this when I'm going out. No, I'm going to wear it today. You know, I used exactly. to do that though. I used to do that. Oh, I'm not going to wear that. Yeah. No, that wig is for Sunday. No, no, no. I'm not going to wear this lips. I'm no, no, no. Stop all that now. Stop all that. I'm just going to wear it because I'm here, yes. you know, definitely. Exactly. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. that because you're right. I mean, I, you know, I've <laughs> like, I've continued to, you know, buy things or whatever, makeup, whatever my husband's like. Yeah. So why do you need all of that? And you're, I was like, because I need it, okay? Because this is self-care for me is to get yep. beauty products and to try them out, to put lipstick on, to mm-hmm. do my hair. It's all those yep. things to buy an outfit, even if I'm just going to put it on and walk downstairs and sit at my desk. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to do that because, and I'm going to put perfume on because I want to. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Yep. Definitely. I'm with you. With that. you. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, okay. And lastly how do you end the day so mainly if i've if i've sometimes i can fall asleep in front of, i can fall asleep anywhere to be honest with you um but sometimes i may fall asleep in front <laughs> i may fall asleep in front of the tv but i'll end the day often in reflection i'll go on my phone and look at how the day went and then see like okay just you know like having grateful notes because i always like have um 
I just have like, I always have like a grateful note. I make a jar. I'm a bit creative as well. So I make a jar and then I always like write a note. So I'll either write the note in, in the morning, in the afternoon or when it happened to me or by the nighttime. Just one little thing that I'm grateful for and kind of put it in my jar. Then at the end of the hour, I'll take these out, put them all over the floor and then just read about all the great stuff like God has done in my life and things to be grateful for or how I was feeling. So I always try and end the night rather than just kind of totally sleeping away, try to just reflect and catch up and think like, how did today really go? You know, and then obviously once I've done that, I can easily just, right. I'm easy to go to sleep. I'm really, um, <laughs> yes, I know. I, I'm right there with you. I mean, because I'm up so early in the morning and the yeah. days are, you know, busy. And mm-hmm. I mean, I don't go to bed normally till late, but yeah, I sort of I do the same, you know, reflection on reflection on the day, and and then I mm-hmm. look at what I have for the next day and just sort of mm-hmm. get my mindset. You know, I affirm how I want the day to go to the next day. And, mm-hmm. um, but you're right. Once I'm like, oh, now it's time to go to sleep. Mm, she's sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my husband's always like, he's like, but you were just talking. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, but once my brain, once I tell my brain, like, we're going to sleep, like, once I yeah. get it to stop running, and I'm mm-hmm. going to sleep, like, we're going to sleep. So, well, <laughs> <Awesome. laughs> <laughs> oh, Leanne, thank you so much for joining today. This has been such a great discussion. And, I just, I love all the tips that you provided um, to the audience to, and myself today. Um, I think we just, we don't always think about, you know, when we're speaking and our body language from just the thoughts, the, the negative, thought, negative thoughts that come into your head when you have mm-hmm. to present or things of that nature. So this was really awesome. And everyone, I would say, please go out, out there and find Leanne, leannesvoice.com. And you can link out to all of her social platforms and, you know, take a look at her courses, because I think that in this day and age, you know, well, we may go back to some form of the old normal, you know, we won't ever stop speaking in front of people, whether it's in front (laughs) of people or it's digital and presenting yourself um, and putting, you know, putting yourself out there. So. Um, so please go take a look at that. So Leanne, thank you. Much success to you. You always have a place to come back here and chat with me on the Glow Up Girl podcast. Oh, thank you so much, Cara. It's just been so great speaking to you. And you're really warm and engaging. It's such easy. It just feels like just chatting away to a friend. It's been great. (laughs) Awesome. Well, stay tuned, everyone. I'll be right back. Welcome back to the Glow Up Girl podcast. I am Kyra. Thank you again to Leanne for joining the show today. If you want to know more about Leanne, you can find her at leannesvoice.com. I'll also drop the link in the show notes today. Also, you can check out Glow Up Girl and all of our confidence theme posts this month on our social media channels. Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. And before I go, as always, I'd like to leave you with some glowspiration. Today's quote comes from Oliver Wendell Holmes. Speak clearly if you speak at all. Carve every word before you let it fall. Until next time, stay focused, fab, and glow up. Take care, everyone.